We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the goal, you know the, you know the thing. We will shut you down, we will cite you, and if we need to, we will arrest you, and we will take you to jail. Period. I wasn't thinking of the Bill of Rights when we did this. But no amendment, no amendment to the Constitution is absolute. God actually spoke to me. He spoke about sacredness. He said to me, Kim, what I place in many, many people is sacred. And if anybody touches what is sacred to me, then it is the end for them. So what I've done in the United States of America is sacred. And there are people on every side that are trying to destroy what I deem sacred. And it's not going to happen. This is the definition of criminal conspiracy, racketeering, and collusion. This is not a theory. This is evidence. Because I have upheld this country to spread a light to the rest of the world. This reawakened tour is literally what it means. It has reawakened the American heart. We're backstage at the Reawaken America event, day two, Nashville, Tennessee, and we have Roger Stone. Roger, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm delighted to be with you. The, the, you are sharp dressed, yes. man. You Let's just start so there real quick. Good. You see it when we're on TV and things like that. When you're with you and you walk in, like, woo! there's a presence. Well, you know what ZZ Top said, every girl crazy about a sharp dressed man. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe I should be over here in the middle. Or <laughs> is it? take you on as a, as, a, as a mentor and get some tips. Yeah. Now we're going to have a full episode with you uh, coming up here in the next, in the next week or two, but let's just, let's just jump right in real quick. Tucker Carlson, probably for the last couple of years has been sort of a leading voice and like willing to say something at least, and maybe he's not what every Patriot would want. And they're saying, you know, but compared to anybody in mainstream media, he's putting things out there on the biggest platform that America has when it, when it comes to news, but he brought up a piece and I just want to touch on it. And we're going to do a full look Break at the Rubik's down, cube from every, yeah. every, every piece. But what's happening currently with, with Joe Biden, with the, the, let's just talk about the, the, the secure documents. Everybody is stepping two steps back from him and even CNN's piling on, you know, a little bit. And we're sort of seeing how there's a mysterious group of non-elected officials that sort of are the kingmakers and pull back the yes. strings on, on our, our elected officials. Yeah, what we're really learning, uh, really based on disclosures by the government uh, and newly discovered and unclassified documents, is that the Central Intelligence Agency was involved in the assassination of John Kennedy. Richard Nixon knew it, and he threatened the CIA over it at the height of Watergate. Uh, and the same people are deeply involved in the effort to take down Donald Trump in the Russian collusion hoax. And now they're the same people trying to hold Joe Biden to a completely different standard when it comes to Donald Trump. So there is a continuity. It may not be the same people, but it is the exact same institution. Uh, you know, people don't know this, but after John Kennedy was killed, President Harry Truman, a former president, wrote an op-ed piece for The Washington Post mm. in which he said, 
Signing the law, creating the CIA is the single greatest mistake I made. They're a rogue agency. They're out of control. It was wow. killed. It was spiked by the editors of the Washington Post after one edition, former president of the United States. Well, and, and look who spoke out against it, you know, yeah. on a recorded conversation. President Nixon said, I know who killed John. Yeah. Um, Kennedy famously, you know, said, I'm, I want to dismantle this and blow it to the to the to the Just wind. Smash it into a million pieces and scatter it to the wind. No one in American history has ever stood up to the CIA and fared well. Well, they've had because they assassinate people. In the case of John Kennedy, it was a physical assassination. In the case of Richard Nixon, let's look at his sins. Ending the war in Vietnam, a strategic arms limitation with the with the Russians, pulling China back into the 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 the, the uh, community of nations at a time that China was dirt poor, had no military capability. There were actually more ox than there were cars. Nixon has no way of knowing that the Clintons are going to sell our military secrets to the Chinese and that the Bushes are going to give them most favored nation trading status. That's what made them a superpower threatening us today. But those things happen 30 years later. So Nixon's great sin, peacemaker, Donald Trump. Yep. Donald Trump wants to bring our troops home from the Middle East. He runs in 2016 on no more endless wars where our inherent national interests are clear. What's Trump's sin? He is a peacemaker. Peace is not profitable for the military-industrial well, complex. Truman, Truman, Truman's final speech, yeah. hey, the, the military-industrial complex. Eisenhower. Eisenhower yeah. I'm sorry, Eisenhower. threw me off of the Truman. Eisenhower. So that we've had these warnings from those men. And he's a military leader. Think about that. Yeah. So uh, then they call it the military-industrial complex. Today we call it the deep state. But it is absolutely clear that both the Central Intelligence Agency and the FBI are unaccountable to anyone. They really just do what they want. Speaking of someone who's had 29 agents <laughs> yes. show up at my more at my home at six o'clock in the morning in full SWAT gear and brandishing fully automatic M4 assault weapons, I have to ask. I saw the the raid at Mar-a-Lago. Where was the raid on Joe Biden's home in Delaware? Exactly. Why is he raided? And then the FBI doesn't search for the documents, just like they didn't look at the DNC computer servers. Right. They rely on Biden's spokesman to say, oh, this is what we find. Why would we believe them? How are they unbiased? I, I do have a question. I want to take it back to uh, President Nixon, because, um, you know, in listening to Tucker's piece, he was talking about what a popular president Nixon was. But how do they go back and change history to make it look like he was such a criminal? I don't even understand how they can manipulate that, that so much. You had the same kind of uh, media pile on uh, that you had uh, against uh, President Trump. Look, Nixon uh, won the enmity of the of the establishment and the left because he correctly claimed that Alger Hiss, who was working in the Roosevelt State Department, was a Russian spy. Hiss would ultimately go to prison for treason. Fast forward. 50 years when the when Russia falls and we get the KGB documents, what do we find? His was a Russian spy. But this this uh, one Nixon, the enmity of the left, they thought that they buried him in 1960 in the election, which I think was stolen from him. They really thought he was done in 1962 when he made a failed race for governor. He stages the greatest single comeback in history, and he has a written plan to completely reorganize the government in his second term, including reorganizing the FBI yep. and the CIA, which is why he had to be taken down. He was a peacemaker. When they say, oh, he was a criminal, compared to what they did today, 
Barack Obama and Joe Biden use the full authority of the U.S. government. And what they know are completely fabricated evidence in the Steele dossier and the CrowdStrike report to rationalize an illegal coup against a sitting president. I'm sorry. That's the biggest dirty trick in American political history. Not even close. I remember it was... uh, I, I had an uncle that I remember talking to. It was in 1978, and and he gave me a, a whole rundown on his opinion of Nixon, and I respected him because he actually owned a newspaper, and and he went through that. And I I didn't know a lot. I was very young at the time, but I was uh, that wasn't the vibe of, of of things as I got older that you began to hear. But here's how quickly that can change: is like pretty soon we'll be gone you'll be gone and there's nobody around that actually remembers hey i was there this was the real deal how do we begin to protect our own history from the retelling of it in these alternative spins that fit the narrative of this deep state because now it happens it doesn't take decades now it happens within weeks it happens with president trump putting kids in cages yeah you know at, at the border and, and he's yeah. like that didn't I was, I'm old enough to remember that because it was a year ago two years ago right. uh, i've written two books two books on the nixon presidency uh, he got a strategic armament limitation with the Soviets. He ended the Vietnam War. He desegregated the public schools. He unilaterally saved Israel from destruction in the 1973 uh, Yom Kippur War. Uh, he skillfully plays the Chinese off against the Russians uh, to get us peace. Uh, and, of course, all of this is lost in the ashes of Watergate. I've told my friend General Flynn repeatedly, you need to write your own book, and you need a documentary written on your own book because they will rewrite history and depict you as some kind of Russian traitor when that is not the case. Yeah. You have to write history or the left will write it for you. Sure. Every day, now that I'm back on Twitter, every day I'm a sale with people say, you're a Russian traitor. Really? You must not have followed my trial because there was never any evidence provided right. against me that I was in touch with the Russians or that there was any Russian collusion. So let's just be clear. I was convicted of lying about Russian collusion that never actually, actually existed. Actually. It's not even... You, you, you need John Mad to draw that I up know, on a whiteboard if that so even ridiculous. makes sense. Pretty much. It, yeah. it's, it's baffling. Let's, let's make sure people know how to find you. Because, sure. because in this moment, more than ever, people need access to your wisdom. To your truth. That. Every day at to 5 o'clock, stonezone.live. I do a daily show. Uh, news, history, uh, politics. Style. Culture. I was going to say, you do stuff on style? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Perfect. All right. Absolutely. Love it. All right. Stone Zone. I need, I need to pay closer day, attention. 4 o'clock Central, 5 o'clock Eastern. I'm also now writing at rogerstone.substack.com. Uh, or you can go to stonezone.com if you must have your Roger Stone Did Nothing Wrong t shirt. I love it. Roger, thank you so much for joining us today. We look forward to a long interview diving deeper into all of this. Really appreciate it. And we'll put your speech from the Reawaken event down below here. We guys could be able to follow that as well. This isn't information war, but you better have good information if you're going to show up. You can't show up at a gunfight with a pocket knife. You better have good information, and you're, you're you're the best. Thank you. God bless you. If you're a normal person, it's a pretty weird experience watching Joe Biden's presidency get euthanized by his own party. On one hand, there's an undeniable thrill to it. You have to admit that. Biden is the most destructive president in American history. More things have broken under his watch than under any other president. Joe Biden deserves to be driven from office and disgraced. But for this, breaking federal classification rules, some of the stupidest and most dishonest laws Congress has ever passed. It's like arresting El Chapo for expired plates. It's missing the point. 
But it looks like that's what's going to happen. It seems like every day one of Biden's lawyers shows up with more sheaves of classified documents, like a dog who's found another dead chipmunk under the house. This bunch was in his office at Penn, the one paid for by the Communist Party of China. These were found next to his sad little midlife crisis sports car in a garage in Delaware, and so on. You keep waiting for the White House physician to announce another document trove has been discovered after a routine colonoscopy. It could happen because at this point, you know exactly where this story is heading. Permanent Washington does not want Joe Biden to run for president again. This is how they're sending that message. Even CNN has decided to become interested in Joe Biden's misdeeds two years into his presidency. They're doing segments on how classification laws protect this country from its mortal enemies like Russia. So you know for certain the order has gone out. Biden is done. What a missed opportunity this is. If you're looking for crimes that Joe Biden has committed, there is a very long list. Our country is being invaded. The world is on the brink of nuclear war. American cities have become slums. Our economy is in shambles. Even our airplanes no longer take off on time. It's a disaster. And Joe Biden and his staff have a hand in all of it. In a country with a functioning government, Joe Biden would have been impeached before the first million illegal aliens crossed over our southern border. But no one did anything to stop it. So now they're arriving at the rate of a quarter million a month. Watch. Customs and Border Protection sources exclusively tell Fox News more than 250,000 migrants were encountered at the border in the month of December. About as many people living in Scottsdale, Arizona making it the highest month ever on record. In Eagle Pass, Texas, the migrant surge continues. Local Kinney County rancher Pam Schott had a harrowing experience with migrants on her property. And I looked out the back and I could see three illegals walking up to the house. I had uh, gotten a gun, which is an AR-15. I asked him, I said, please, you know, stop, go away. And uh, had the gun in my hands and they, you know, just kind of looked at me and kind of smiled. And I was like, I'll tell and, and just go away, and um, they refused to do so. They're on the other side of the glass trying, trying to, to get, get in. in and not backing down. Not even backing down. Even though I have a high-powerful rifle in my arms, they are not backing down. That was scary. A rifle Joe Biden would like to take away from her. So that writ large is the biggest story of our lifetimes. It is the one thing Joe Biden has done that cannot be undone. Our great grandchildren are going to live with the consequences of this, but you never know it from watching most of the news. There's an effective media blackout on Joe Biden's immigration policies and on their downstream effects on America. There are too many strangers pouring in at once. And as a result, the country is becoming chaotic. Here's a rare television news piece on what happened when officials in New York decided to house some of Joe Biden's illegal aliens in a local hotel. An employee there says that migrants have made an absolute mess of the place. You're standing in front of it. Is that true? Yeah, well, what we're hearing from that employee is that the hotel is completely overrun. He says, you know, of course, some people just looking for that better life. But as a result, the hotel is a mess and he fears for his safety. We don't have any guests anymore. They they sold the entire hotel from the fourth floor to the 28th floor. It's all migrants. Mm -hmm. So we got people who are uh, getting drunk, using marijuana. Uh, they are punching and beating their wives or their girlfriends. Wow. Um, we have 
teenagers running around wild around the hotel, uh, opening the fire exit doors and doing what teenagers do in, in the stairways. And it's a mess. It's a mess, he said. Of course it is. The whole country is a mess because Joe Biden has ignored immigration laws passed by the Congress. That is a crime. And it has killed huge numbers of Americans, hundreds of thousands dead from narcotics. Fentanyl has changed the entire game here in San Francisco. You can't buy heroin out here anymore. Nobody sells heroin and nobody uses heroin. Everybody has transitioned over to fentanyl. The fentanyl is the most dangerous drug to ever hit the streets of the United States in history. Fentanyl has killed more than 70,000 Americans in 12 months. Here in San Francisco, it's the dominant drug. It's responsible for three quarters of drug overdoses, brazen drug dealing and rampant drug use. In the shadow of City Hall, the same City Hall residents say actively enable the fentanyl crisis. All of it, every gram came over an open border. So what's notable as a political matter is that every one of these disasters, the fentanyl epidemic, the chaos and crime in our cities, the invasion underway through Texas, Arizona, and California, all of those deeply concern Americans. We're not guessing at that. Polls show it very clearly. By contrast, how many voters do you think are lying awake right now worrying that public officials might violate some obscure federal classification law? None. Not a single person. No one outside Washington cares or even understands the issue. And yet it is classified documents, not our open borders, that the Justice Department is punishing Joe Biden for. Why is that? What's going on here? Well, it's simple. Washington is protecting itself. Joe Biden alone is responsible for this crime. He alone took home classified documents. He didn't have help in doing that. But allowing the country to be invaded, that's not something you can do by yourself. So if Biden were to be taken down for opening the southern border, a lot of other people would go with him. He had a lot of accomplices. Permanent Washington doesn't want that. And ultimately, and here's the point, permanent Washington is in charge. It's not the democracy you imagine. We're seeing that now. So if you want to understand, if you really want to understand how the American government actually works at the highest levels, and if you want to know why they don't teach history anymore, one thing you should know is that the most popular president in American history was... Richard Nixon, Richard Nixon. Yet somehow without a single vote being cast by a single American voter, Richard Nixon was kicked out of office and replaced by the only unelected president in American history. So we went from the most popular president to a president nobody voted for. Wait a minute, you may ask, why didn't I know that? Wasn't Richard Nixon a criminal? Wasn't he despised by all decent people? (laughs) No, he wasn't. In fact, if any president could claim to be the people's choice, it was Richard Nixon. Richard Nixon was reelected in 1972 by the largest margin of the popular vote ever recorded before or since. Nixon got 17 million more votes than his opponent. Less than two years later, he was gone. He was forced to resign. And in his place, an obedient servant of the federal agencies called Gerald Ford took over the White House. How did that happen? What's well, a long story, but here are the highlights and they tell you a lot. Richard Nixon believed that elements in the federal bureaucracy were working to undermine the American system of government and had been doing that for a long time. He often said that. He was absolutely right. On June 23rd, 1972, Nixon met with the then CIA director, Richard Helms, at the White House. During the conversation, which thankfully was tape recorded, Nixon suggested he knew, quote, who shot John, meaning President John F. Kennedy. 
Nixon further implied that the CIA was directly involved in Kennedy's assassination, which we now know it was. Helms' telling response? Total silence. But for Nixon, it didn't matter because it was already over. Four days before, on June 19th, the Washington Post had published the first of many stories about a break-in at the Watergate office building. Unbeknownst to Nixon and unreported by the Washington Post, four of the five burglars worked for the CIA. The first of many dishonest Watergate stories was written by a 29-year-old Metro reporter called Bob Woodward. Who exactly was Bob Woodward? Well, he wasn't a journalist. Bob Woodward had no background whatsoever in the news business. Instead, Bob Woodward came directly from the classified areas of the federal government. Shortly before Watergate, Woodward was a naval officer at the Pentagon. He had a top-secret clearance. He worked regularly with the intel agencies. At times, Woodward was even detailed to the Nixon White House, where he interacted with Richard Nixon's top aides. Soon after leaving the Navy, for reasons that have never been clear, Woodward was hired by the most powerful news outlet in Washington and assigned the biggest story in the country. And just to make it crystal clear what was actually happening, Woodward's main source for his Watergate series was the deputy director of the FBI, Mark Felt. And Mark Felt ran, and we're not making this up, the FBI's COINTELPRO program, which was designed to secretly discredit political actors the federal agencies wanted to destroy, people like Richard Nixon. And at the same time, those same agencies were also working to take down Nixon's elected vice president, Spiro Agnew. In the fall of 1973, Agnew was indicted for tax evasion and forced to resign. His replacement was a colorless congressman from Grand Rapids called Gerald Ford. What was Ford's qualification for the job? Well, he had served on the Warren Commission, which absolved the CIA of responsibility for President Kennedy's murder. Nixon was strong-armed into accepting Gerald Ford by Democrats in Congress. Quote, we gave Nixon no choice but Ford, Speaker of the House Carl Albert later boasted. Eight months later, Gerald Ford of the Warren Commission was the president of the United States. See how that works? So those are the facts. Not speculation, all of that actually happened. None of it's secret. Most of it actually is on Wikipedia. But no mainstream news organization has ever told that story. It's so obvious, yet it's intentionally ignored. And as a result, permanent Washington remains in charge of our political system. Unelected lifers in the federal agencies make the biggest decisions in American government and crush anyone who tries to rein them in. And in the process, our democracy becomes a joke. Now, you may have noticed that the very first person in the Trump administration the agencies went after was General Michael Flynn. Why Flynn? Because Mike Flynn was a career Army intel officer who ran the Defense Intelligence Agency. In other words, Mike Flynn knew exactly how the system worked. And as a result, he was capable of fighting back. Four days after Donald Trump's inauguration, the FBI lured Mike Flynn into a meeting without his lawyer, concocted a series of fake crimes, and forced him to resign. So that's how things actually work in Washington. Let's stop lying about it. Joe Biden, meanwhile, whooped like a hyena when the Justice Department destroyed Mike Flynn. So there is, we have to say, a certain perverse justice in watching something very similar happen to Joe Biden himself six years later. Joe Biden does not deserve our sympathy. He's being shafted, but don't weep for him. And yet the rest of us do deserve a better system, an actual democracy. We hold these truths to be self-evident. 
All men and women created by the go, you know the you know the thing. We will shut you down, we will cite you, and if we need to, we will arrest you and we will take you to jail. Period. I wasn't thinking of the Bill of Rights when we did this. But no amendment, no amendment to the Constitution is absolute. God actually spoke to me. He spoke about sacredness. He said to me, Kim, what I place in many, many people is sacred. And if anybody touches what is sacred to me, then it is the end for them. So what I've done in the United States of America is sacred. And there are people on every side that are trying to destroy what I deem sacred. And it's not going to happen. This is the definition of criminal conspiracy, racketeering, and collusion. This is not a theory. This is evidence. Because I have upheld this country to spread a light to the rest of the world. This reawakened tour is literally what it means. It has reawakened the American heart. Do your feet ache and throb in pain with every step you take every day of your life? Kiss those days goodbye with slippers from MyPillow.com. How about that flimsy, flat little excuse for a pillow that's nothing but eight hours of disappointment? Causing you pain in your neck every single night. You can wake up with nothing but butterflies and rainbows around your head with a MyPillow pillow. Those hard wood floors hurting your old bones? No more with a MyPillow dog bed. Are your towels worn thin, flimsy, more patchy than Joe Biden's memory? There's nothing better than absorbent towels from MyPillow.com. For all of these products and more, go to MyPillow.com. Use promo code FLYOVER for up to 66% off. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.